Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 84 was authored by, according to the internal prefix, by a group called the Sons of Korah. The prefix actually says, of the Sons of Korah. Now, Korah was one of the keepers of the tabernacle doors, and 11 psalms are inscribed with the uh, the name of the sons of Korah within the prefix, Psalm 42, Psalm 44 to 49, and now we're at Psalm 84, and then 84, 85, 86, 87, 88 are all of these sons of Korah. Historically, Korah was one of the three guys, or the name of one of the guys, that opposed Moses. But uh, these sons are the sons of the the gatekeeper, the tabernacle door keeper. So the occasion is unknown, but the psalm is a powerful reflection about the wonders of being in the Lord's presence. One of my favorite Christian songs draws its um, inspiration from this psalm. Uh, it's called Better Is One Day. You may be familiar with that song if, if you like um, popular Christian music. But let's read now. Psalm 84. For the director of music, according to Gittith, of the sons of Korah, a psalm. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty! My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young. A place near your altar, Lord God, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs, The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength, till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God Then dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. So really, this is a a magnificent psalm of praise. But it it has a lot to say about the house of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, being near the Lord. Those are the recurring themes. And uh, so let's look now. It's um, verse 1. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. So these sons of Korah are wanting to be in the proximity to the Lord. As the psalm unfolds, we'll see that um, uh, they equate his temple with the place of of his dwelling. But here it, it talks about his dwelling place, which, of course, is spiritual. 
in the days of Israel, uh, the Lord localized his presence in the tabernacle. And so the the psalmist is um, speaking of a yearning in his heart, longing to be with the Lord. His heart and his flesh cry out for the living God. I like that imagery very much. He then compares the longing for shelter um, of a bird seeking refuge to his longing, a place to be near the Lord. He says, even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may have her young. A place near your altar, Lord God Almighty, my King and my God. And so the psalmist wants a place near the altar of God, once again, to be in the the manifested presence. And then he observes um, those that are blessed who dwell in his house. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. And friends, that's our destiny as sons of the Most High God, to be in his presence, to be in praise, to be in relationship with the Lord, to be in proximity to the Lord. That's our destiny. We can attain a measure of it here now in our worship services and maybe even in our own private worship. To be honest with you, I'm feeling the presence of the Lord as I'm sharing these words from the Psalms. But the Lord's people find their strength in being with him. And uh, the psalmist goes on to speak about where we find our strength. Verse 5, blessed are those whose strength is in you whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength until each appears before God in Zion. And so this um, progression, uh, in the days that the psalmist wrote, there were annual pilgrimage feasts three times a year, uh, where the people had to go up to Jerusalem, and they would pass through this. Um, many would pass through this valley of Baca, and uh, the psalmist alludes to that. And the pilgrimage feast, Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. These are the three major feasts. The psalmist then calls on the Lord once again to listen carefully to his prayers. He says, "Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one." And so the the sons of Korah are referring to the king of Israel as the Lord's shield and as God's anointed one. This, of course, could extend to to Jesus. He was the ultimate anointed one. But the, the author's highest aspiration is to be with the Lord, to be in the presence of the Lord. And he has a, a beautiful poetic flow in verses 10 and 11. He says, Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. And this is the the stanza that the popular song, uh, Better is One Day. This is where the title comes from. But better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In other words, being with the Lord for one day in proximity to the Lord and his presence is better than a thousand good days anywhere else. And he goes on to say, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. As I mentioned in the introduction, Korah was a doorkeeper. He was one of the chiefs in keeping the doors to the tabernacle. So the sons of Korah, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. That's um, fulfilled in their father, and we assume in them as well. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. 
And all of those things are, are faith declarations, and we certainly concur with them. And then it closes with a, a strong decree, Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. And we, of course, agree with that. But uh, friends, I just want to say, there is nowhere better to be than in the presence of the Lord. And as the psalmist says, in the house of the Lord, David prayed in the 23rd Psalm, the last verse, that he would dwell in the Lord's house forever. In Psalm 27, again, he asked that he might be in the Lord's house. Friends, uh, the book of Revelation in the New Testament says that we will indeed dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And so these, um, these are much more than sentiments. They're prayers and they're prophecies about our future destination as the sons of God, the sons of Almighty God. We've been made sons and children of the Lord by virtue of what Jesus has done for us. So as you reflect on the wonder of being in the Lord's presence, don't omit the fact in your, in your heart that we have a right to be there because of Jesus, because of what Jesus has done for us, reconciling us with our Heavenly Father. We have the right to be in the presence of God, to experience the glory of God, the manifested presence of God, and we will dwell in his house forever, and forever we'll be praising him. Lord, we thank you for these and all our many blessings that you have decreed we will dwell in your house. As the psalmist yearned, so it shall be. We'll dwell in the house of our God forever. A thousand years in another place wouldn't be as good as one day in your presence. Lord, the psalmist said a thousand days but we say even a thousand years would not be enough. Lord, you will withhold no good thing from those who walk with you. And so, Lord, we commit ourselves once again to Jesus Christ and to you, Lord God Almighty. We bless you and we trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.